thank you for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. Hey, you. Yes, you. I am your host, Michi Renee. It is Michi's passion to help you live your best life and do business God's way. Michi will be talking about entrepreneurship, manifestation, monetization, mindset, beliefs, starting and growing a business, nonprofit, or ministry, all while serving God. So welcome to My Daddy's Business. It's time for the show. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with your host, Michi Renee. Hey tribe, welcome back to another episode of the Doing Business with God podcast dedicated to helping you do business God's way. In this episode, I will be talking with Leslie George, the CEO of Mosaic Incorporated. Leslie is a two-time Amazon best-selling author, international speaker, and leadership coach. Leslie has a master's degree in human resource development and training and a bachelor's degree in professional administration from Barry University in Miami. Leslie is passionate about customer service and the process of building a business one block at a time. Her role and experience as a concierge assistant manager in the Caribbean of a 300-room resort. She then advanced to general manager of a multi-million dollar property under her direction, built the property from the ground up. Leslie has the infinite ability to ignite women's passion while moving them into their God-given purposes. She encourages her clients to work from their headspace to the heart authentically, take care of themselves both physically and mentally, and to practice self-love that will spill over onto their clients. She states, I invest in women by showing them how diverse they are, even in how they grow their money. Leslie, welcome to the Doing Business with God podcast. How are you today? I am well. I'm well. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to talk to your tribe, so I really appreciate you having me here on your pod. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. So tell me, how long have you been in business? Awesome. Well, that's a great question. I've recently heard the word tripreneur. And so, you know, I've been a business owner, I want to say maybe for the last 12 years, but recently we're going to talk about Mosaic. So Mosaic Inc. really was birthed finally in like 2018, but it's really been a part of me for maybe the last 20, 25 years. And I say that, you know, Mosaic Inc. may be a company, but Mosaic Inc. is who I am. And, you know, just briefly, because I get a lot of people ask me, so why did you choose a name or how did you choose the name. So briefly, what I say is that if you look at a mosaic tile, a mosaic tile is made up of different colors, different shapes, different sizes, different textures of materials. And now once all those things come together, a beautiful mosaic tile is formed. And so that's how I look at women globally, right? So I look at us as we all come in different packages. We all have different accents. We speak different languages. We have different cultures. But the one thing that we all have common is that we're all women. And, you know, growing up as a little girl, you would hear that, you know, yeah, no, women are catty and you don't want to get with a bunch of women or whatever. And I believe that's a lie of the enemy. So that's one of the other reasons why Jose has always been in me. And then finally, I birthed it in 28. It's always been in you. What part of it has been in you? What what was your dream, so to speak, for Mosaic? So back to the different parts of the tile. So there we have women of different colors, different cultures. So, so starting with that, of how women globally around the world, or even here in the United States, 
So how can we come together and support one another as women? So it really doesn't matter. You know, we've been in a situation in this country, United States, for the last ooh, several years and really ramped up a lot this year in 2020, where the narrative is separation. And so, you know, when I look at Mosaic and the, the foundation of Mosaic for me is of bringing women together. And the reason why I focus on women is, you know, Mosaic, maybe eventually it will evolve to a company that serves men as well, but I'm a woman. And so I know that there's different challenges and so forth that I've experienced as a black woman. So let's start there. And when I say, and I talk about women in terms of teens and girls and adult women, right? Because that's really my space. That's really where I'm very comfortable in. So I want to start with sisterhood first. So I think that, you know, the reason why it's been in me for so long is because of the things that I've seen and the different narratives that you hear that we should be separated, you know, based on our race or based on where we come from or based on our accent and all those different things. And, and I've just never believed that. You know, at one time I said, I want to start a university or be a professor at a university and really teach diversity, really dig down deep in diversity and not really staying on the surface level as just skin color, really getting down deep in terms of culture. You know, I'm from the Caribbean, so I was born in the West Indies. And in my book that I wrote two years ago, International Day of the Girl, A Walk in Our Life, in that book, that book is where I talk about diversity. And I talk about from a very young girl, I've been exposed to different worlds. My mother being from the Caribbean and my dad being from Mississippi. Yeah, right. That's two different worlds. So from a very young age, that's been my reality. And then my dad was in the military, so we lived all over the world. I spoke different languages at one time. I spoke probably three languages at one time. That has been my world growing up. And now, as we know, no matter what you see growing up, you always think that's everyone's reality. And you realize that's just yours. So I think as I matured and got older, I realized, oh my goodness, this is not everybody's world. Everybody doesn't just see somebody and just take them for who they are and embrace their diversity, embrace their language, embrace their culture, not look for a way to divide. So I think that's why, you know, I always say that Mosaic is me. It just happens to be a company, but it's really who I am because of my exposure from a very young age, thinking this is everybody's reality. Everybody speaks different languages. Everybody travels all over the world and, and they're exposed to different cultures and, and different things. But no, that's not a lot of people. Reality, right? So I look at it as a gift that I was given because I don't take that lightly. I'm extremely grateful. But now what do I do with my reality of me growing up? How can I spread this to the world? You know, I started and I said, you know, I was a, a tripreneur. So at one time I had a daycare. In my daycare, I did some different things, but I didn't know it was different. People told me it was different. But I had dance classes set up. I had ballet set up. I had computer classes set up and Spanish set up. And my daycare, and I think the students were from a ages maybe three to five that could participate in these different classes and it was open to boys or girls for the ballet. For me it was a beautiful thing to see. I had I think probably like four boys that joined the ballet class with some other young ladies and here's the kicker. This was free. There was no charge for that. Here's why and it's so funny how God just does things right because what I didn't know because a daycare I opened the daycare back in 2008. So here's what I didn't know back then. This was all 
the impetus for Mosaic, right? Because, you know, like that, some of my teachers will say to me, well, Leslie, why are you doing this for free? And I said, you know why? I said, because these kids are little. They're three, four, and five years old. When they go off to school and they may get into different areas in their life, they may think back and remember, you know something? I did a Spanish class when I was like three and four. Or I did ballet. I was, ex my whole thing was exposure. So let's expose these children to something that normally they would not be exposed to at home because they were the clientele that I service. It was a mixed clientele, but my focus was children coming from different households, right? From low income households. That was really my focus. So I wanted to plant a seed in them and it's back from myself, right? So for me, from a young girl, there was a lot of things that were planted in me. So I wanted to plant these seeds in these children. So when they got older, they can remember. And Les Brown has famous quote that I love. Once the brain expands, once the mind expands, it can never go back. So it goes these children to ballet, computer classes, speaking Spanish and whatever. At a young age, that's going to stay with them. That's amazing. Daycares provide that stuff, but it's usually not free um, yeah, no. <laughs> as youth provided it. And that would have been an amazing place for my kids to have gone when they were younger. <laughs> I would definitely appreciate that type of structure and environment. So it sounds like you have been on an amazing entrepreneurial journey. So tell us more about some of the things that you have going on currently, going into more detail about Mosaic, what you have coming up for the future and different things like that. Awesome. Great question. Oh my goodness. So Mosaic, and I, for me, because I am West Indian, American, I'm always thinking on it international date. So one of the things that Mosaic was going to do this year, 2020, was Mosaic was going to take some women to Antigua to now really do the international piece. So obviously we know what happened in 2020. So that is one of the things that Mosaic will be doing in the future. I want to say maybe 2022 is really cultivating like mommy daughter type trips where moms and daughters can bond in different countries. And so at the same time, I think part of me is a teacher in some way, because that's one thing thing that I really love. I really love sharing experiences. For me, I think we learn or I know I've learned through experiences. So for me, I'm always looking at what, how can we have an amazing experience? So one of the things that Mosaic did a few years ago, I mentioned that I had a book launch. So my very first event was on October 18th, 2018, which is International Day of the Girl. Those are two dates that are very significant for me because obviously it celebrates International Day of the Girls celebrates girls and International Women's Day celebrate women. So those are two days. International Women's Day is in March. International Day of the Girl is in October. I've always done events around those two days. So International Day of the Girl 2018 was our very first signature event where I launched my book. And then 2019 is when we had a book launch. From what I understand from everybody, this was not a regular book launch. People don't do book launches that way. And for me, it was, it's an anthology book with eight other women and and the focus of the book, as everything that I do, is a diversity. The focus of the book is women of all ages, races, cultures. And that's exactly what we had in the book. The youngest person in the book at the time was 31. The oldest person was 73. So automatically, you see it spans generations. And so it would be something for everyone. So one, we had the generations. We had the different cultures. I had someone that's from Bermuda. So that part covers the diversity piece. But the book launched 
launch for me, I did not want a regular book launch. I wanted women to be able to have this amazing experience. And so when I say amazing experience, the book launch considered consists of the women being picked up in a limo. When all the we all drove together, we'd met at a spot, we all drove in a limo together, got to a certain spot, red carpet, so forth, camera lights, action, all that. That day, every time I think about that night, it was just amazing. You know, we had, like I said, part of my thing is always dealing with different generations. So we had a, a young generation, which is a nonprofit that did an opening dance, a, like an African type dance for us. And I think that night we probably had a hundred and maybe 25 people. I just remember we had to stop selling tickets because the place can only hold like 130. And I did not want the fire person to come and show stuff. <laughs> and so from two of the women told me, which I did not know, for me, I'm all about experiences. Two of the women said to me, you know, Leslie, I never rode in a limousine, not even my prom because of things that had happened. I never made it to my prom. Things like that, if I can oh, touch wow. one woman's life and give her that type of experience, that type of memory, that's what I believe my purpose is here for, right? So for me, it's all about experiences, all about what is it? How can I touch another woman's life? Because back to what I said before, the narrative of when women come together, they're catty, that to me is a lie. So I don't believe in that. So coming up forward, January 18th, which is going to be Martin Luther King Day. This is the first time that I'm announcing this. We are going well, thank to thank you for getting an exclusive right yes. here on the Doing Business with God podcast. Yes, okay. ma'am. This is an exclusive. <laughs> January 18th, which is Martin Luther King Day, we will have a virtual event. And the name of the event is called Your Dream. It's not my dream. It's not somebody else's dream. It's your dream. So it's a personal thing. And at this event, there will be women from all over the world as speakers, women from different areas in business, in careers, in whatever, where the hope is that a woman will see themselves in somebody else and say, you know something? When I was five and six years old, you know, I had I had these dreams for my life. I, you know, I wanted to be a pilot. Or I wanted to be an accountant. I wanted to run a bank. Whatever it is that you saw yourself at five and six years old. But guess what? As women, we take on title. We take on we're mom, we're wife, we're mm -hmm. girlfriend, we're auntie, we're grandma, we're Gigi. We got all these names. <laughs> but guess what? We forget the name Leslie. We forget the name Sarah. We forget the names that we came here with. And we forget what it is that we came here with. And, and I believe that once we forget that, we now are moving further and further away from our purpose. So the January 18th event, the Your Dream event, is for you to be in a space. I want to hold space. I want to be able to hold space for women where they can get back and get back dreaming because people need to be able to, to get back. So that's what Your Dream is about. It is about holding space for women to be able to unravel, take off some of them layers, take off. Don't come here with those titles. Whoever you are, that's who you are when you come to that event. So that's going to be about the Sunday night. We're going to have a, a virtual dance party from six to eight where I have a DJ. We're going to party, have a good time. And what that is about is to take down some of those layers and to remove some of those barriers so that when you come Monday, you're ready to rock and roll because guess what? You've met the speakers, right? So we've already kind of broken the ice. So come Monday, there won't be any blockage for us to really get down to you getting that nugget, that one, that two nugget for you to be able now to move forward with your dreams. Because I think that's just so important because, you know, I have daughters and one of the things that we don't seem to realize as mothers, our children are watching us, whether it's girls or boys, they're watching. They may not say nothing. They may act up, you know, especially when they may be going through their teenagehood, but they are watching. And 
based on that is how they're now going to develop some of their future lives, right? So everything that we do, just remember, is very generational. It doesn't stop with us. It's very generational. And so it really starts in your household. And from there, you can build on and take it to the next level. So that's that in January. And January 1st, I'm launching a boot camp, a 90-day boot camp. Same type of premise, right? Holding space for women. I'm just taking a small amount of women, 10 to 12 women, coaching them on. So there's going to be a lot of accountability. I'm going to work on different values and so forth. So we're launching that January 1st. And so we're going to get to March 30th. I believe it's 30 days in March. So we get to March 30th. And so for us to measure where you've moved from. So, you know, even if you've moved incrementally 2% in your personal life, in your business or whatever, will you'll be able to measure that. So that kicks off January 1st. And the name of that is Your Dream Academy 90-Day Boot Camp, where diverse women come together in a space to be able to work together and make changes in their life. So that's what's going on. We hope that you are enjoying this episode. If you would like to be a guest, check the show notes for all the details. Let's get back to the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. So do you consider yourself to be a coach or what would you call yourself? Yes, ma'am. Yes. So it's funny, you know, that word coach is so funny because, you know, at one time I just thought, you know, coach, that's, you know, for a football team or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But more and more, yes. And pretty much I've been doing it for years as most women. But yeah. And for me, my style is really co-creatorship, right? So, so many coaches have different styles for me to be there with you because you know, we all know what we want right? You know really and truly what you want and where you're trying to get to. So I'm just there for you to hold space. That's just my thing. I'm just always constantly trying to hold space for women to get them to to the next level. There's a part in my book that I have and I put that I help women rise, recognize, inspire, support, and educate. The R, recognize her that she is amazing even when she fails. Inspire her to keep going and reach back for others. I'm big on that, right? Because I believe life is a relay race when you move forward, you you put that hand back and you pull somebody else because it's not all about you. So the S is support her with a tribe of women who understand her, right? So I don't believe in being in a tribe of yes people. Obviously, you're not going to be in a tribe of negativity, but I don't believe in being in a tribe of yes people. I do believe being in a tribe where you are understood. And understanding to me is a little bit different because although I may come from a different culture, and I may have certain cultural norms. I'm still part of this tribe that I choose to be with other women. And I believe that based on whoever is in the tribe, they can get to understand my cultural norms and their understanding. They may not agree, but you understand. So now you can receive me. You can receive me a little bit better, right? E for educate. Educate her with training materials to help her get to the next level. So that is RISE. So I help women rise. Recognize, inspire, support, and educate. Where can people purchase that book? From. Awesome. Yes, they can. I don't know if I'm able to give a link, but then, yeah, you can go to my website. What am I talking about? So, yeah, they can go to my website, themosaicinc.com. That is M O S A I C I N C.com. Themosaicinc.com. That book sounds amazing. <laughs> I 
absolutely. It definitely, I love the RISE acronyms. Like for me personally, in my business, I use the acronym SMILED. So I want to smile on everyone that I come in contact with. So that's support, motivate, inspire, empower, and deliver. I love it. So that is what I am all about. At Travel Genie, we make your travel dreams come true. We customize your trip. We create itineraries, book airfare, hotels, cars, and event tickets. We don't just book travel. We create experiences. Travel Genie has four trips planned for 2021. San Francisco, Essence, Toronto, and Bali. A $100 deposit gets you started. Use the link below for more information. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Genie 2017 and online at TravelGenie.com. And the whole thing that you talk about as far as partnerships and collaborations, that is one of my biggest things that I am focusing on for 2021. So I would love to bring our community communities and our people together. One of the ways that I'm doing that is my brand is all about fun. We love having fun. This year, we weren't able to do it, but this was supposed to be our first annual business bestie girls trip. So we will be doing that next year. It is scheduled for the weekend of April 29th, and that's going to be to San Francisco, California. Oh, nice. So I would absolutely love for you and some of your community and your tribe of people to come along with us to absolutely I will make sure that I give you that information I work with a wonderful travel agent her name is travel genie 2017 on Instagram and Facebook you know she's phenomenal to work with but I am so looking forward to it I haven't gone anywhere let me correct that I did go to carnival in February in Trinidad yes girl and then after that I have been nowhere since coronavirus broke out but my soul is a world traveler so Mm. I love traveling and having different experiences and meeting different people and cultural diversity and all of that and so with that being said what do you do for fun well you know just like what you just said in 2020 I have been nowhere this year god you know everybody had a lot of plans one of the plans was to go to Dubai for New Year's so we're going to be there over New Year's to ring in a new year in another country um like i said the trip that we were doing and you mentioned carnival so i was taking them to antigua for over carnivals you know i think that you know most people don't understand what the setup of carnivals when you said you went to trinidad girl you experienced it that is the mecca of our west indian carnival so fun really nothing for this year but you know regular basis i love the movies i love anything water when it comes to skiing snorkeling being out there in a boat i love anything water what else a lot of people don't know this about me but i love fast cars i've been trying to convince my husband to take me to i think it's in california where you can actually get on the track and get in one of those cars and just go like 200 miles an hour So those are one of my secret loves. So, I mean, for now, just really been hanging around with the family and being grateful for that. And, you know, catching up on a lot of Netflix. That's really what all of us <laughs> But yeah, traveling is, yeah, like I said, I've been traveling since I, before I could speak. So traveling is definitely so much in my blood. Mind you, my life has mirrored yours somewhat. My parents weren't in the military, so to speak, but my mom exposed me and my sisters to a lot of different things you know we've gone to Broadway plays I remember the yeah. first, first year Cats came out my mom took us 
We've, you know, been to Disney. We've traveled around, done things out of country and lots of experiences, you know, that most of our friends and most people weren't experiencing those things when we were growing up and still haven't experienced those things. So I'm grateful for everything that my mom exposed us to, the museums, the this and the that and the, you know, all always trying different things and going different places. And, you know, I just thought that that like you, that was everybody's experience. And it's really, really not. And I am so grateful to have had the experiences that I've had, even the travels that I've had, the carnival in Trinidad, that was (laughs) an amazing experience. Definitely will be going back again. We were supposed to be going back, but of course they canceled it for 2021. For Americans now, they didn't, I don't think they canceled it a whole event. I think they canceled it where certain countries can't go, from my understanding. Okay. Or maybe they did cancel the whole thing, but I know that Americans cannot attend, <laughs> which just pierces my heart, but it's okay. I'll, we'll go somewhere else and uh, circle back at another time. Yeah, yeah. So where do you see Mosaic Inc. in the next three to five years? What is your vision? The vision is to have, whether you call it chapters or divisions or whatever, in just various pockets of the world. And then whether it's once or twice a year, just meet up and have this big old carnival fest, this big old, you know, this experience where you have all these different sectors of women from around the world that come together. Obviously, yes. So for myself and the main company, we'll be doing, you know, hopefully we'll get back to live events. So we'll be still be doing live events where we are still celebrating women. And like I said, the two days of the year, International Day of the Girl and International Women's Day, always doing something on those days. But on a broader scale, really taking it out to really feed in the rest of the world. Because, you know, there's some countries in Africa, there's some countries in some provinces in India where, you know, young girls don't have a voice. So obviously the young girls don't have a voice, so the women don't have voices. So to help with some of that, where women are able to have a voice, where women realize that, you know, a lot of the things that may be part of the old guard or whatever, some of those things change, not necessarily changing a culture, but going in and giving women a voice, going in and giving women a space. And so I think that's really something that I really see for the future, where we can go to different countries and be able to give women a space just to be who they are, just to be who you are. That's awesome. There are places out there, even now today, that the dog has more respect than women, and it should not be the case. Yep. Yep. It is all of our jobs to each one reach one. Yes. I love that. Yep. Join the movement and sign up for the 365 Days of Hearing God's Word Challenge. Check the show notes for all the details. Right now, it's time to get back to the episode. It's the Doing Business with God podcast with Michi Renee. So what would you say for some girl, some young adult, some teenager in your voice that wants to 
start a business from a passion project, what would you say to her? So just know that the fact that this is something that's within you, I believe that we all come here with a purpose. So the fact that there's something that's burning in you, just get it out. Don't worry about the perfection. Don't worry about maybe even trying to get it right the first time or even trying to get it right once it comes out. Because here's what I found is that once you've released something, there's people that's going to find you. There's people that's going to help you on your path. But the main thing I believe is you just need to get it out. And here's the other thing. So the other thing is what I love to say to women is you are enough just how you are enough. You know, one of the things that for me, you know, not only diversity is a big thing for me, but also colorism, right? So growing up as a dark skinned person, there's a lot of different things that you hear, a lot of negative things that you would hear. And that can sometimes lead to you thinking that you're not enough. You are, you are enough because God created us in his own image whatever God that you serve created us in our own image. So you are enough. And the fact that you think that you're not enough in a way, you're saying that he made a mistake. So you are enough. Whatever you have in you, you need to get it out because there's another woman. There's other people that are watching you. Maybe your children, if you are an adult, you may be a, a young lady, maybe your friends, maybe your peers. Another thing is, is that I know as a teenager growing up, a teen being a teenager can be very hard. But as long as you stay true to who you are, stay true to who you are because at the end of the day, you're going to win. You can't lose being you, right? Because a lot of times we think that we need to be like this or we need to follow this. You can't lose being you because guess what? There was only one you created, Yeah. right? So if there's only one you created, you can't lose. It may be hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It may be hard for you to steer away from the path and for you to be on that road, but just stay steadfast, just knowing with every fiber in you that you are here for a purpose and if that thing is just bothering you and you just need to birth that thing just know that that is part of your purpose and it's not just for you it is for other people other people are waiting on you somebody could be going to sleep tonight waiting on you to birth whatever that is Absolutely. so just stay steadfast you are 100% enough that is so awesome I always say no one can be youer than you. Girl. That's it. No, that's it. But you have someone is looking for it and needing it. Yes. So yes. So how do you do business with God? How do I do business with God? So, you know, one of the things that sometimes can be uh, different is when you're starting a meeting or before a meeting, praying with your speakers or whoever it is. You know, at one time I thought that I had to separate God from, from my business. I, I'll be very, honest, be very <laughs> honest about that. I thought I had to separate and then I realized, no, mm -mm, mm -mm, I don't need to do that because back to what I'm saying, right? He put that thing in me. So in terms of he put that thing in me, it is part of me honoring him with everything that I do. So meetings, events, yeah, we pray when we're doing this book with me and the co-authors. Every every single meeting we had, we would meet together in prayer. I believe that's important to just always keep him in the forefront. And here's the thing, right? So he already knows. We already 
knows the path. But for me, keeping him in the forefront, that's just for me, just being thankful, just being grateful, being thankful for allowing, for giving me whatever the gift is that he's given me. That's really how I really keep God in the forefront is just being grateful, just being so grateful. What's your mantra? What do you stand for? What do I stand for? One of the things that I like to say, we are all uniquely the same. So in that sentence, what that means is that we're different, but we're all the same. So what I stand for is quality, equality, women being seen, women being understood. Yeah. And, and acceptance, you know, just being able to look at that mosaic tile in terms of different women across the world and just recognizing its beauty for what it is. I stand for women, women equality, female equality. That was a good question. Something ever I was asked that question. That is amazing. I thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Doing Business with God podcast. If you love this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Leave us a review and help us grow. We also want to hear about your biggest takeaways. Take a picture of this episode and tag us on Instagram stories under Doing Business with God. And we'll see you next episode. I am your host, Michi Renee. Get clear. Got strategy, secure the bag. Have the most amazing day ever. You've been listening to the Doing Business with God podcast.